From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Monday, December 7th. I'm Sarah Wright. On Wednesday night, Ukiah City Councilman Juan Orozco became the city's first Latino mayor. He took over from re-elected Councilman Douglas Crane and will serve in the role for one year. Orozco has been on the council since 2018. Josefina Duenas, who was newly elected on November 3rd, was seated on the council for a four-year term. Orozco was born in Mexico and came to Mendocino County with his sister as a young man. He worked in the vineyards and orchards of Anderson Valley and started learning English and taking classes at Mendocino College. He went on to Sonoma State, where he minored in Chicano and Latino studies. Then he got an emergency teaching credential at Dominican University, which allowed him to work as a substitute teacher. I've lived uh, more here in the U.S. than I lived in Mexico, and so... You know, if, if someone were to tell me, you know, where are you from? Where are you, I, I'm from Ukiah. You know, I belong here. And you've been really active even prior to your election in um, UVA, Ukiah Vecinos Nacion. And I understand that, that UVA has now expanded its activities into Anderson Valley and Redwood Valley. So can you talk a little bit about what those activities are and, and how you're working to um, inform people about COVID? Uva is doing a lot of work under NCO in terms of uh, uh, networking and, and outreach to provide information and also mass distribution to to other communities in the county and also um, emergency and response trainings that uh, the Uva provided as well. We we trained close to 300 people in uh, in a matter of a month. It was a really short time, and we'd reached, and this, and this is people from all over the county, mainly for fire and earthquakes. Is that the Listos training? That is the Listos training, yes, uh, through a grant. We got an EPIC grant uh, to, uh, for Listos, California. Rosanne Ibarra is the co-founder of the Mendocino Latinx Alliance and is part of the recently created Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Task Force, which succeeded in getting the county to publish COVID information in Spanish and provide simultaneous translation of the press conferences with the county health officer. She's also the director of community well-being for the county's three Adventist hospitals. All these roles make her acutely aware of various disparities, especially now that 65% of the known COVID infections are among the county's Latino population. It's been a tough year, but there's also been a groundswell of organization in the Latino community with the formation of the task force and a new Promotores de Salud program, which trains Spanish-speaking community health workers to educate people about how to stay healthy and safe. Both initiatives are likely to remain relevant even after the pandemic subsides. Despite everything that's going on in the world and and the fact that this is a global pandemic that we're all living through, there are some bright spots. Um, And this is one of them, you know, that we have a a Latino, our first Latino mayor for the city of Ukiah. Um, We've uh, added uh, uh, an additional Latina, uh, Latina representative to the council and, um, and I'm thinking about the other advocacy work that's happening in the community related to the Latinx population and the progress that we've made. I'm really proud um, to stand shoulder to shoulder with my colleagues and um, on, on what we've been able to achieve so far and uh, the work that we still have um, ahead of us. But I think we're in a really good place. I, I'm excited to see that we have individuals at the table now that have the cultural a different perspective, a different lived experience that's going to be informing the policies. 
um, you know, when we're looking at the, the housing element, you know, going forward into the future that we're taking into consideration, how are we building out communities and making sure that um, the Latino community isn't left out of the conversation? I know, I know that the city in this last round did a lot of work to make sure that um, it was accessible. And I know that there were workshops provided in Spanish, but I think it's, it adds another dimension when you have city elected officials that are from the community um, and how things are informed. Ibarra is also keeping an eye on the city's effort to team up with the Ukiah Unified School District to apply for state grant money to build a community recreational facility at Oak Manor. And she thinks Orozco's emphasis on hiring Spanish-speaking staff at the city opens up a lot of professional opportunities for bilingual community members. So have you seen more bilingual staff getting hired in your time that you've been on the city council? Um, I have seen I have seen efforts, yes, to um, to have uh, more bilingual staff and services, uh, you know, contracted services and efforts to uh, put information out in Spanish and uh, proficient proficient uh, Spanish. And so uh, I try to make sure that uh, that when we have we're going to publish anything in Spanish. That's my first language. Uh, that that is proficient. That is good Spanish. Uh, you know, a lot of people are learning Spanish, and we don't want people to be learning wrong Spanish. Orozco is featured in a series of short videos on the county's public health Facebook page, encouraging people in Spanish to follow health orders. Then he introduces a Spanish-speaking expert or someone who's been affected by COVID to share a few important points. I want to challenge people to, uh, you know, if they, if they see that the things are not working in terms of uh, businesses having to close down, then let's uh, follow the health orders and let's let's bring the uh, the numbers down there's a way to do that if we follow the um, the protocols and so that we can see those businesses open back up again hopefully health will be here soon with vaccinations and and we get you know we can keep moving forward for kzyx news i'm sarah Wright. for all our local news with photos and more visit kzyx.org you can also subscribe to the kzyx news podcast wherever you get your podcasts.